0: I'm Gab. He's Jules. Gray and drizzly in uh, West London. Yeah. It would have been a very gray and drizzly over Chelsea. We're going to get into that uh, in in a second. It's FA Cup. I oh, know. Favorite so time of the year. My favorite, most wonderful time of the year. We're going to talk about United sneaking through with a late yeah. goal. We're going to talk about Liverpool's kids. We're going to talk about uh Serie A. Inter keep rolling. How about that, Lautaro? And we're going to talk about Cristiano. Oh, and his gestures are entirely normal. Uh, but let's start at Stamford Bridge. Because, George, this was a this is a classic, I think, trap game. Because yeah. playing Leeds United, there is a big historic, for, the, for those who thought football was invented in the 1990s, uh, there's a big historic rivalry between these yeah. two sets of fans. They really don't like each other. And you kind of thought this is potentially a trap game coming after the exertions. Pochettino throws everybody a curveball by redesigning his lineup, Yeah. Um playing what looked to me like Modric at number 10 yeah. when the game started. He explained later that it's because Conor Gallagher, I don't know, one of them was sick, the other one was tired, the other one had a boo-boo. <laughs> and in the end, it takes an injury-time goal from Conor Gallagher, Yeah, we not all. your favourite, but how about that, Yeah, to send them through.
1: Yeah, I don't think he was pretty at all from a Chelsea point of view. I thought Leeds played really well. They were really brave in possession. They Even with... Uh, Maybe a B team or yeah. something in the
0: a, like. right. Can you address this, please? Because, as you know, I don't follow the championship. But I do know Leeds players because some of them used to be Premier League players. Yeah, and I right. do know that Leeds United, I believe they're second in the championship yeah. on 72 points. They, they're, look, they're gunning for that second automatic promotion spot. They, there's all these dudes on the bench whose names yeah. I recognize, like Bamford and Somerville and Yonta. Somerville, who
1: has probably been Leeds' best player this season.
0: So they played the B team. They play the yeah they play the change team let's right. put it that five way. to six starters out yep. yeah okay. exactly. exactly as the chelsea but butchettino explained it's because they were unwell
1: yeah that's right that's right mm-hmm. Not not by choice I th- okay I guess that's why that's why he put it and i thought Leeds, certainly for big chunks of the game were the better team and created chances came back into the game um well first took the lead, then came back into the game. And I thought really gave Chelsea a good run. And again, we're going back to this, where I don't know where this Chelsea team is. I I recognize that there were some good things against Liverpool in in the final, and they should have won the final. We've said already on Monday. But in this game, even with the players missing, I'm still not too convinced exactly what is this team about. The two goals are, are lovely goals. The first one is a lovely goal. The movement, the triangle, I've got nothing against that. This is what I want to see more. The second goal as well is good, you know, Gusto for Sterling for Mudrik. This is a lovely move again. But too often in that game, I was left watching the television thinking like, okay, why are you trying to do here?
0: To be clear, you said they should have won that final. I say they could have won yeah. that final. Yeah. Just, just, it's just a, to be clear, fair But what surprised me too is effectively, you're going into this game. And again, I, I know you've had a million injuries. And Kunku, of course, was also again, out. Who yeah. I would have expected the guy should start. The guy should start mm. every game uh, when fit. But it was also a totally different system. And playing Mudrick in that role, you're, at this stage of the season, you should not be. I, I, I question the wisdom of changing your system, right? Completely. And you wonder, all right, but he didn't physically have a third midfielder. He, is that where we are now? Because Ugachuk was out and Lavia's out and is that really where we are so that like oh look I got to play Mudrik there of all people yeah
1: I mean I don't know if really the team is that dependent on Gallagher so then when he's not there you're a bit lost and you don't know what to do to the point that you bring Mudrik and even if he's called, he didn't have a good game this is not his position anyway so that was never going to work out like I, I don't know Colonel Gallagher has a lot of People, a lot of people like him. I understand the energy and what he represents for the club. This is not my cup of tea. Yeah, this is not the game in which we criticize Conor. No, doesn't. no, no. This no, no, is sure. not the day to die. No, that, no. That. My point was more like if your team is so reliant on him, and again, maybe Poch thinks the world of him and a lot of people might do. Again, it's not my cup of tea. I think, I think there's a problem. Yeah. If you spend a billion pounds in the last 18 months and you're so dependent on one player whoever that is, and Conor Gallagher in this instant, I think you're, you're in trouble. And maybe the worst for me is that even on a winning night, Poch still have to find excuses of why they didn't play well. But the excuse that drives me mad, Gab, is when he says, well, Enzo and Caicedo are young. They need to learn. What do they need to learn? One is a World Cup winner who's already played in Champions League. The other one went to the World Cup, has played, for three years now in the, in the Premier League. They don't need anything to learn.
0: Yeah, I I struggle with that. He he pulled that out for Mudrick, too, which fine, Mudrick's playing a different position, Mudric's a very instinctive player. But you can't bring this up for 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 oh, Enzo and, and just... as an excuse at this stage of the season. The FA Cup is Chelsea's Champions League this season. Yeah. Uh, between now and the end of the season going forward, I think they should just focus all on that. Forget the league; it's not going to make much of a difference. You're not going to get relegated. You're not going to get into Europe. But just focus on the FA Cup because that's what's most important.
1: Well, let's talk about Porta a little bit more, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think we get to a point now uh, where this is a crucial time in the season. I don't know. I don't know where they will finish in the league, but like you said, right, very rightly. So the FA Cup has to be the main priority. I don't care if you finish 12th or 13th in the league or 10, even 10th or 9th, It doesn't make any difference. However, you win the FA Cup and in a way, one, you qualify for Europe, which is a good thing. And two, you kind of save your season a little bit. So this is this, this has to be the, the Newcastle game in the court final, and then whoever they could face after that has to be the priority. Where do you think the Chelsea fan base, whether they're like season ticket holders, like hardcore or not so much, I, I don't care. Where do you think Poch is now within that Chelsea fan base? Because it looked to me yesterday, I was frustrated. I'm not a Chelsea fan, as you know. I was frustrated watching that, listening to him after the game in on television in his press conference. Everything he feels on social media that a lot of Chelsea fans were quite uh, disappointed, angry. I think out was even trending at some point. Where, where do you think? What's the dynamic there? Do you think?
0: So. All right, first of all, it's, I think it's Leicester, actually, in the um, in Sorry, the Leicester, finals. we're just yeah, in yeah, Newcastle. Yeah. Newcastle. Newcastle, playing uh, Manchester City. So, sorry, sorry. Um, again, so on paper, you're playing a team that's a notch below yeah. you and a team that's, frankly, like Leeds United, more preoccupied... By going out By going and, yeah, out. right? Yeah. That, that's going to be their priority. For sure. So, it, in some ways, it's set up nicely for you to get a run. One out of United or Liverpool will be out and whatever else. Um, I think... I mean, I go to Stanford Bridge um regularly, as most listeners <laughs> know, Stanford Bridge and the Emirates is the two teams I watched in person yeah. the most. I think right like, there's still a lot of love for the previous owner yeah. and what he built over the years. Yeah. Um when things get bad at Chelsea, you hear Roman Abramovich's name ring out. I think there's been a lot of support for Pochettino. There's been a lot of recognition that he had an enormous amount of injuries to deal with. Mm-hmm. I thought there would be more of a sense of him as a, you know, because he's so identified with Tottenham Hotspur. But really, I was wrong on that. And I don't think people care about that. Yeah, I think the issue of Chelsea is there's so many people to point fingers at that Poch kind of gets lost in the shuffle, right? Because there's people who ever go at Boldy. There's people who ever go with the recruitment. There's, there's so many different factors that... I think that has helped Pochettino. And I think it is legitimate, the injuries he's had and whatever. Mm. But still, at this stage of the season, I would expect Chelsea to be performing better. Yeah, 100%. But I also think... So you think the fans want him to stay next season, for example? I mean, it's hard to tell because there's a knee-jerk factor. I, I would like to assume that squad construction, the more intelligent fans, realize that squad construction and this business model is is wrong? They have they, just done a poor job of it. Yeah, we've yeah, mentioned, sure. yeah, the fact that they have one center forward left, and it's Nico Jackson who he's not a center. Forward. Will, may not be. Some people say he's not a center forward. Some people say even if he is a center forward, he's not good enough for a team yeah. that wants to be with Chelsea. All, right? He, he, there should be an alternative. They had one alternative, Armando Broja, and they moved him on. Right? Which is something I completely do not understand. Yeah, yeah, me, me um, But then I look at midfield. Right? We mentioned though and Enzo before fine they're both fit they're both playing but then you have the situation where conor gallagher is missing right the, the the third midfielder and all of a sudden everything collapses and i wonder who's on the bench and who are the alternatives to caicedo and and it's leslie who's injured but even if he wasn't injured yeah he's too how young. many games has this guy played know, in his career i know the other one romeo lavia who they spent the house on again unlucky you're injured how many how experienced was he? How many games had he played? Yeah. A, 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 at that point? I mean do you, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, completely. If something happens to Caicedo, and Caicedo's not been good. A little no. better more recently. but he's not been no I I fact they paid spent so much money on them that I don't think either one has been playing up to his feet. That, no. But either one of them gets injured. Who goes into central midfield I at know. the stage, right? So where are you going forward? You're gonna to have to assess these two other guys, uh Ugachukuo and um and uh, and Lavia, who haven't seen play, yeah, because they've been injured all the time. Yeah, so you have a question there. You got the Conor Gallagher yeah. thing. Do you extend his contract? Do you move him on? Do you sell him? You may need to sell him for PSR, and I'll get to that in a minute. Maybe you don't need to sell him. Maybe you keep him. I don't know that. I don't think Pochettino dislikes him as much as you do in yeah. terms of his contribution on the pitch. But you're kind of up against the wall on that. Yeah. Um. So all these things, the the, the striker situation. The situation in midfield, at the back, in this game last night, did you see who was playing? I, Alfie Gilchrist, right? Yeah. Alfie Gilchrist, as far as I know, has always played right back. Yeah. In like a John Terry, I should be a centre-back. I should be John Terry at centre-back, but maybe not tall enough, so I'm I'll yeah. play right back situation, yeah. right? Yeah. The dude had to play left back.
1: So- I think Shalobak I mean, came on a right back against Liverpool, and Gusto moved from right to left. So I thought Gusto would play left-back again against Leeds, but no, it's strange. But if you play Gusto at left-back, you lose his attacking prowess. True, but right? Gilchrist is probably better right-back than a left-back anyway, so... Probably,
0: but Gilchrist is a defensive right-back.
1: Yeah. He's not going to ta-
0: attack. So true, he wants true. to have one guy attacking. It's just so badly constructed, and I, again... Maybe Colwell was tired or had a boo-boo, or maybe that's why he was out. That's why we saw Chalaba Chalaba's another one, right? Chalaba's supposedly been injured all year. It's funny because he's injured, but then they're flogging him around to any team that would listen. Yeah, they're trying to send him. Um, There's just a lot of questions there about how this team was put together. Yeah. Uh, Another question. I I don't think Robert Sanchez is particularly good. So he gets injured. Petrovic plays in his place. Does okay. Does well, yeah. This is the game for which you make the change. Sanchez who hasn't played just before his injury. In a way you rotate for the cups, don't you? A lot of keepers do that because- You were in a cup game before and Petrovich plays and Sanchez was on the bench. True, but maybe uh, he was
1: not f- just fit
0: enough to- but in, in three days, the goalkeeper suddenly, f- I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, if you wanted
1: to give him some game time, wasn't that the game? Oh, give him some game time in the league when you don't, we're
0: just playing out a string of the relevant games at this stage, right? Yeah, true, true, I, true. Uh, These are the things that, when I when I look forward, again, I, I you know how I, I love... But, but
1: you, no, I was just going to say, t- going back to um, you know, game time and, and finding consistency in your own performances over as long as possible, 90 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever... The Leeds' first goal, when Disassi tries this pass to Caicedo, I mean, Caicedo, not even looking, not even checking who is behind him. If Gray is far, by the way, I think Archie Gray. I mean, I know the Gray family, uh, obviously, have all been great footballers. So they would probably know that. I've seen their genes, but what a talent he looks. How can Disassi pass the ball like me to you, Gab? And if you're Caicedo, that Caicedo can't see that there's someone behind his back. Are which you? shows that they don't even actually know. How so to build from the back. This is
0: really odd because also where was Caicedo before coming here? He was at Brighton. Yeah. A team that builds from the back all the time.
1: Yeah, but with the proper structure. Again, we go back. I've said this million times this season on the show. There is no structure to this team. Pochettino can tell me anything he wants. There's progress, there's this, they're young, there's this. I do not care.
0: They have no structure whatsoever. And and he's had the time to do that, because they yeah. think they've, they haven't had European football, so you've had… One game a week, all season. That, I think, is something that's… And also, Disase and Caicedo, I mean, are two guys who've been fit most of the season. Yeah, they've played a right? lot. They've played. I mean, with a lot of other, lot other lot. guys have been out. I know. When I look at this, and you know how we play the game, right? Let's project three years into the future, Pochettino and Chelsea are in a Champions League semi-final, yeah. and they're winning the league. How many I mean, of these guys yeah. are realistically there and starting? And when I look at this, I don't think either goalkeeper is necessarily, I'm not saying they definitely won't be there, is necessarily viable. Reese James, if fit, in theory, Malagusta would have to really improve a lot. Yeah. Of the centre-backs, we have no idea if is ever going to play football again. Or, or if he does, he's probably the level. most talented
1: of all of them. Disassi, yeah. Badjashin, and Fofana, just for the three French guys, he's surely the most
0: talented when fit. Fine. I'm not sure any of them Fit the bill at that level. Thiago Silva will be forty-two in a couple no, of years. Thiago time. Silva is gone in the He's gonna. Way. He'll be gone. Cole will. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, Cole will. future. I'm not sure how big he is on Chile, frankly.
1: No, he doesn't. Um,
0: seem that like my man Ian Matson's go. gone. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's coming back. back. Yeah, I don't. I. I think Dortmund are gonna buy him out, right? In midfield, Caicedo, fine. I have to believe he's gonna imf- improve. Enzo, fine. Yeah. Gallagher, his future's in doubt. Yeah. Cole Palmer. I don't love him as much as other people do, but fine. He can be a part of yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Sterling? I, I don't know that Sterling meshes with Pochettino. I mean, Nico Jackson, we've covered. I think we know the answer to that. Oh, well, he might he might develop really nicely. It's hard to tell because I think he's got somebody potential. somebody coming off the bench. He's got potential.
1: His. Same as Mudrik. Mudrik has a, has a lot of potential, but you just don't know if the potential will ever be unlocked. If it is, when it will be. And if he, even if like mentally if he's ready you know to take on what he has to he has to do to become a superstar like a world-class player which he's not now he might have the potential for it but we just don't know there's a long long and kunku could be
0: but if he stays fit and kunku i think definitely will be if it i I mean i'm i'm teaming kunku no me too But, but but you see like even in terms of pathway there's still so many question marks and that's what's hard to do and they will have some very obvious financial restrictions. And I want to address yeah. this. Because, just before PSR, just sorry. quickly. Do you think there's anything in the
1: injuries? It's just bad luck. Is it just one of those seasons that can happen. We see it with Liverpool. We saw it with Newcastle. Well, they have a collaboration
0: Although, with something called Infinite Athlete, right? So the athletes last infinite no. Okay.
1: Although I think especially Newcastle are looking into the whole injury thing, whether it's from the medical staff, there's an issue there in terms of recovery. I don't know anything. Do you think it could be or
0: is just this is just one of the shows? So, I've said this before, I really, really, really believe this. Sometimes you get clubs that have rashes of injuries, and then people start questioning the medical staff, the team doctor. I mean, you come from that background, yeah, yeah. being the son of a team doctor. Uh, I'm not a doctor, and even if I were a doctor, I'm not a doctor who has visited Romeo Lavia or seen Wesley Fafana's charts. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. am in no position to judge this, right? People have said, oh, but when there's so many... Muscular injuries, it's got to be the fault of the medical staff. And again, yeah, it's all not the just training you know, maybe. We, yeah, Newcastle or the training or yeah. Milan. This question is so far above my pay grade yeah, that yeah. I, I don't feel qualified to answer that. It might be randomness. It might be whatever else. I do think there is a bit of a disconnect. Again, the doctors are the experts here. And yet you've got the coaches and the coaching staff and, and the director of football or whatever running the training sessions. Uh, there's got to be trust, there's got to be belief, mm-hmm. but I don't... I'm very skeptical of this. I'm skeptical of, you know, there's different types of software and stuff that supposedly help mitigate this. I don't know. I kind of assume it's such an easy fix if it was that simple. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. would do it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just an, an, an enormous amount of injuries. It really is. Um, i just addressing the PSR, which is our, the, the Profit and Sustainability Regulations, the new version of Financial Fair Play. There is a story out there this week that because of the way it works chelsea are Chelsea have to watch your spending and they're in danger of breaching um there's a story that suggested that by june 30th they have to raise a hundred million yeah i just wanted to address this a little bit chelsea deny this apparently i think chelsea there is one good thing you'll see chelsea fans or something positive is i don't think it would have any trouble raising that hundred million and remember when you sell also you Take off the wage liability yeah. for the player in, in the next season as well. So there's a savings there too. So, but just of that hundred million, I think the way Matson's played for Borussia Dortmund, I think the the release the clause to make the deal permanent is around thirty five million. I don't know if they're going to offer thirty five million. They may offer close to it, but I, I think that's done. Yeah. And also, people forget Lewis Hall to Newcastle. That's an obligation to buy. Yeah, that's right. That's another thirty million. You're two thirds of the way there you can pretty easily make other savings yeah. before we get into the world of, you know, and the, Lukaku they two and Zish and all these other guys on loan, right? They are two academic products as well, so all the money comes straight into Exactly. It's, it's, it's straight profit yeah. uh, on that situation. So in that sense, I think they're going to be okay. Yeah. What it does mean is they can't have massive liabilities, you know, in the upcoming year. Um, yeah. They're going to have to make sure they can make some signings, but they're going to have to hunker down and work with what they have. Uh, I don't think they have any stars that they're gonna sell or other teams are gonna come and swoop in for for the simple reason that they haven't been good. Well yeah. Other than, other than Enzo, yeah, who would who would anybody yeah. else come and wanna buy, right? Definitely. In this case. So um, so yeah, so that's a little bit a little bit of a slight silver line yeah. amidst all the blue. All right, enough Chelsea. How about some quick hits instead? Let's go, Gab. A late Casemiro goal gives Manchester United a one 0 win away to Nottingham Forest and sends them into the quarterfinals yes. of the FA Cup. Jules, he's had his critics. He's had his injuries. But as Ten Hag points out, they've lost just one game in 2024. That's very true. They beat Wigan
1: and Newport. Uh, Stop! I'm kidding. You're and so Luton. Mean. And Luton. I'm so mean. I'm so mean. Let's know. Yeah, one draw against Spurs <laughs> and uh, and then the defeat against Fulham, and that's it. So it's a good. I know it's a good start of the year. I'm sorry that game is so underwhelming. They had chances, and McTominay could have scored earlier on that. How many times have ago. we said
0: McTominay could have scored? Know, this season. Sh-
1: if, again, going back to Galaga, if you rely on McTominay scoring <laughs> goals for you for you to win, there's something wrong in here. I know they've got injuries again with Hoyland. Mostly missing, which means Rashford plays up front and he's really not good in that position. This is not his position. Can I, can I say my I told you so? Yeah, you told you me so. can't go into the season with Marcial and Hoyland. As you That's very true. That is very you true. were right. Yeah. You know, we all know you wanted Bas Dost at the club. <laughs> Unfortunately, that could not happen. Anthony, I mean, what's the point? There's no point there. But but they won't. They find a way yeah. again to winning, which is the most important. But... Um, but it's City away at the weekend and that could be a very different... Is City.
0: Amrabat your left back now
1: the rest of the season? I mean, I don't know if you remember against Galtasaray in the Champions League he was playing left back. He made that terrible back pass that cost them... Mm. Either, maybe the penalty in a red car or something like that. He made another one yesterday. that was so bad. Awunee could not do anything with it. But I, And I know there's, I know there's injuries and stuff but I don't know. Amrabat, the guy never plays in his own position. And when he plays, it's in a different position. Oh, I mean, I don't know. This this is just a shambles. Speaking of the game, that game, they lost. The one and another report that some senior players asked for the day off after that home defeat, the home defeat against Luton on Saturday, but were denied.
0: What do you make of all of this? I think this is a bit mischievous. I think this is again, this is people's PRs, people's agents saying, "Oh, look, they did this." I hope it's not the club leaking it. I have no problem with Ten Hag uh turning it down because obviously the day game, after games anyway it's just to warm down maybe some video study um can hawks entitled to make his right decisions i don't see why this is a story and the reason i bring it up is because it's the kind of thing where they lost this game and they said oh these lazy players they wanted the day off no, you well, have usually to. you don't
1: ask for a day off after after a loss. Maybe sometimes you want to clear your mind. Uh, I, don't know, I, don't I don't have know. an issue
0: with it. Manchester City also advanced with a six-two drubbing of Luton Town. Jules, what impressed you more? Erling Holland's five goals, Kevin De Bruyne's four assists, or Jordan Clark's wonder strike yeah. for the like first goal? Let's, uh, let's just not mix that.
1: your eggs and whatever. <laughs> um, <clears throat> five goals from Holland, pretty incredible. You was, you were teaching me that George Best scored six in an FA Cup game?
0: He did, yes. Oh, wow. Apparently that's the record. And, okay. and some people said that he must have been angry because he was taken off because he couldn't still beat bet. George Best's record.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Haaland, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know, he came off after 77 minutes. I've got no issues when you score five. A game that he should have never played. Let's be honest, if he was on form, match fair, full of confidence, he would have never played, certainly never started that Luton game and neither would have KDB. The fact that KDB plays because he only played five minutes against Bournemouth the weekend before, that he needs some much fitness. He played four assists. They understand each other so well. They just have that
0: connection, which is so beautiful to see, even if you're not a City fan. But, by the way, KDB's four assists, I think three of them were kind of, they look really, really simple and basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it wasn't this like, sort of like, you know, defense, splitting, super packing. Yes, true. You know, eyes on the back of your head. But I think that shows how good city art going forward. Defensively, a couple wobbles. Yeah, a couple of wobbles. The best one is the one where Haaland doesn't even have to look
1: at KDB and the ball just arrives. He just Haaland <laughs> no. keeps running and the ball just arrives like ah oh, it's just if it was like
0: perfect. Shout out to Mateus Nunes too on the yeah, first goal. Yeah.
1: The Athletic and others report that Real Madrid have reached a verbal agreement to sign Bayern Munich's Alfonso Davis this summer coming. Well at some point and his deal expires in 2025. What do you think of that?
0: First of all, this doesn't mean anything. Um, it's a formal, it was a verbal agreement. Yeah. Like, hey, you going to come? To his agent, like, do you want yeah. to come? Yeah, okay. We'll pay you this much. Okay, great. <laughs> so, first of all, they're not even supposed to speak to Al- Alfonso Davies because, you know, he's 18 months away. He's in the so contract. So technically, yeah. they're not even supposed to yeah. talk to him. Um, I think, if Bayern want to move on in the summer, you know mm-hmm. that Davies wants to come to Real Madrid. You have an idea of how much he wants to get. So then you can negotiate with Bayern and say, hey Bayern, can we do a deal? Because you don't want to lose him on a free in a year's time. Yeah, It's as simple as that. Bayern also have leverage. If I'm Davies, I'll say, sure, Real Madrid, here, I come. I'm better than, than Jules's boy Ferran Mendy. Sure. But that's all it is. It also gives you more leverage. If What's the values
1: you think in the summer with a year left to go? 50, with a year to go, fifty million. I
0: would assume it's the fifty million range. I mean, yeah. but then again, Mason Mount fa- scored more, <laughs> cost more than that. True, so true. You know, make of it what you will. All right, Jules, we got more quick hits. Yes, Jurgen Klopp sends out the kids against Southampton and they win three 0 Jules, five youth team players in the starting that's lineup, right. uh, not counting Quivien Keller because he's a grown up now. Yeah. Uh, seven at full time. This is pretty remarkable stuff.
1: Incredible, including a 16-year-old who looked, to be fair, who looked really good Inclusive as well. With, who looked about
0: eight years old. Who
1: looked eight years old. It's, I mean, it's one thing to play them. To be fair, and we saw. So remember, Arsene Wenger in the back in the years in the League Cup always used to send a lot of the kids from the under-21s. It's another thing for them to do well and to do well like this, to play with maturity, to play even if they lack experience, to play with confidence, to play with momentum, etc. And I guess that comes from the manager and the dressing room itself. But I thought they were outstanding. Uh from Luis Kumas, of course, son of. Jason Kumas. Of course. Uh, to Jalen Dance, son of as well. The two goals that he scored, especially the second one, which is a proper Really mature number nine goal where you follow on the, yeah, lead, but you know, he doesn't even look. Yeah, it's just brilliant. Well done to them. I don't know how many of them will really make it big at Liverpool. Some, so, I mean, we know already some won't for sure, but at least it's a great opportunity that they that they they had and that they took. See,
0: when the lineup came out, I thought, okay, so he's resting what few fit starters yeah. he has left, which completely, 1,000% makes sense. And yeah. I was ready to go and defend them after they got knocked out, um, which I thought would happen because reportedly Southampton are in the playoff they places were good. in the championship. They were good, Southampton. Uh, they could have been 2-0
1: up before Liverpool scored
0: their first But yeah, ball. but now they won.
1: No, no, They'd I know, I know. It. But but credit <laughs> to Southampton and Russell Martin because they were good, to be fair. Build in Germany report that Liverpool have reached out to Iñaki Ibanez, sorry, who is Xavi Alonso's agent.
0: We kind of expected it, right? 1000%. Yeah, of course, they're going to reach out to him. I mean, I think everybody knows the story. Everybody knows he's a former Liverpool player. Yeah. Everybody knows that Liverpool, uh, his former clubs, Liverpool, Real Sociedad, Real Madrid, and Bayern, are the clubs for which he can get out of his deal. So yeah, yeah
1: totally. They'd be stupid if they didn't And Bayern him. the same. Bayern have done the same already,
0: for sure. Yeah, although, you know my thoughts on that one. Yeah, yeah. Sticking with Liverpool, the Daily Mail reports that they're still hoping to bring Michael Edwards back to the club. Supposedly, former Milan sporting director Ricky Massara yeah. and nieces Florent Ghisolfi, Gisolfi Gisolfi, are the plan Bs. What yeah, is plan B one plan C, I guess? Apparently, it looks like um, Edwards has already
1: like, rejected the first offer that they've already made right. since Klopp announced his, uh, his departure to come back to the club. Apparently, I read in the Times. I think Paul Joy saying that he wants like full control, not just I think being the sports director, but being like really in charge of a lot of things. I'm not sure if Liverpool and the Fenway group are ready to give him that or not. Uh, I don't think it would be a bad idea. I guess to bring back Michael Edwards. He left because he wanted to take a break from football, He right? wanted to take a break. He
0: said, I've been doing the same job for 10 years. I want to do something different, blah, blah, blah. He, he turned down offers from Chelsea yeah. and Manchester United who were, were after him. But now I think, I, I don't know what he was planning to do if he wanted to go and like work for SpaceX and fly the shuttle rocket into space or something. <laughs> the reality is when you're really good at one job, even if people think you're clever and can do many different things, they'll generally see you in that job and yeah, they'll want yeah. you in that job. And I think
1: But could you see him a bit higher up then? Not just a sporting director, I don't know but how maybe much higher
0: up. I mean he's maybe. not
1: gonna be the CEO. No, but like a director of football maybe where you over overlook even the, the reserves, the academy, sure. The women's why team. not?
0: I'm interested in these two other two guys because I like I can't speak for Florent Gisolfi, I'm wondering why he hasn't been linked to the Manchester United job since he worked. I don't for know. I think in terms of data and stuff like that, he fits far more the
1: Liverpool model than the United model.
0: Uh, Ricky Massara, uh, my understanding is he's a good guy, but he's an execution-only guy. And when he was a he was at Milan, they had you know they were driven by data yeah. and by Jeffrey Moncada scouting, yeah, yeah. and he kind of was the guy you know who Mald- he worked with Maldini. Maldini would say, "All right, let's go get him," and he do the negotiation. Yeah, yeah. So it's a different kind of role. Yeah. Inter
1: destroy Atalanta four 0 on Wednesday night to go 12 points clear at the top of Serie A with 12 games to go. We've said already that the title race is gone, but you really believe it now?
0: Yeah, I, like my, my rule Record of thumb. My rule of thumb is that when it's more than one point per game, um, the title's done. Yeah. So there are 12 games, 12 points. One more win, they can increase that by one more, or the number of games go down then I think they'll be done. But I think already, you know, they play on Monday. I mean, Simon Inzaghi rotates all the time anyway. Yeah, yeah, Anatovic started last night. He's going to rotate even more. Um, I feel a little bit for Atalanta. They had some calls, which I think were the correct calls, but they were VR calls, went against them, so yeah. they were all grumpy yeah, as a yeah. result. I still think they're good value to qualify for the yeah, Champions League in fifth I place. I agree. Newcastle United also advance in the FA Cup, but they need penalties against Blackburn. Jules, they still have a ton of injuries and they keep slipping down the Premier League table. But this is a huge boost yeah. for your buddies Eddie Howland, especially your friend Jason Tindall.
1: Yeah, except that once the draw was made uh, and you find out that you have to play away at City in the quarterfinals, that kind of put them still on it. And they, 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 played, they
0: played away at the Parc de Prince and, and they nearly won, they played
1: Coventry at home, I think they would have been even more... <laughs> Like, you know. They would have been happier. Yeah, happier. That's the right the, the right words. It's not impossible that you go to City and win, of course. It's it's difficult still. But a bit like we said for Chelsea, this could be a, what saves the season in a way because they've been very underwhelming so far. Champions League was fun while it lasted, but in the end it cost them a lot, I think. So let's yeah, hope that maybe- His job's
0: not going to be in jeopardy, I think, even if they don't win the FA Cup or, or even if they finish mid-table.
1: I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. Gabby, it was announced this morning that Paul Pogba had been suspended, has been suspended for four years for doping, remember all the story when he was uh, done on the turn, uh, uh, the turn of the year. He's, I think he's going to likely to appeal, but four years at his age, he was born in March, 1993. So he's just turned 31, or he's about to turn 31. It's not good news.
0: Yeah, so this was the appeal to, the. the, the he was just actually appealed to the appeals body of the italian anti-doping authority i believe he can now take his case to the court of arbitration for sport. uh he turned down the chance to actually plea bargain if you remember where he would have admitted partial guilt he would have had a year and a half suspension um so he's kind of gone all in um i I find it unbelievable that if this ends his career his career would end in this way i know uh i remember how good he was. I've had the privilege of meeting him several times. I remember how engaging he is, how intelligent he is. And look, if you're responsible, you're responsible, right? I I think people are always gonna see him in that way. Yeah, yeah. But um, my first instinct is just one of profound sadness.
1: Yeah, and the last 18 months of his life with everything that happened in his own family, with his brothers, his childhood friends, plus this, it's just incredible.
0: This was way back on Monday night, but I know you I know you love Davy Moyes. And, oh, and I know course. you love Jared Bowen even more. How about a hat-trick, huh? Oh, first, ever, Brentford?
1: first ever senior hat-trick for Jared Bowen at a time where he maybe his team and his manager needed the most against Brentford. So clinical, so outstanding. I mean, he's such a great player, to be fair. The return of Paqueta from injury is massive, I think, for Bowen and Bowen's form and for the team in general. Uh, I was a bit disappointed by Brentford, but it's a massive win considering how much they were under pressure more Moyes and West Ham. So, well done to Bowen. Brentford aren't going to go down, are they? No. I don't think so, but, <laughs> no. you know, it's, they, they're far too down the table, though, compared to what they, they're capable of. Finally, some joy for Napoli. Gabi, uh, they destroy Sassuolo 6-1, with two goals for Graz, Kelia, and a hat-trick for Victor Ozyman. You know what this means, Gab?
0: Uh, what I tell you? The best is yet to come. Uh, typical is a swallow game where they're, like, they're totally uh, wide open them. and Victor Seaman just goes and destroys them. Hey, you want to play from the back? <laughs> 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 Let yeah. me go and make you my witch. Uh, <laughs> I, going and stealing the ball on the counter. <laughs> nice to see Faradzkelia scoring again. Yeah. I you, all I had to do is get rid of the master disaster. And exactly. things, would, exactly. things would pick up. I it's don't easy think- sometimes. You know, I, I, we said on the weekend, like, they're not making up with those points up. They're not going to get back in the Champions League. But this is a big, big lift for them. Now carry over the positives yeah. against Barcelona. Exactly. Why not? Exactly, Joe's I know you like your checkers. So tell me about Abdul Fatawu and Leicester City beating Bournemouth to advance. <laughs> yeah, this,
1: they, they advanced thanks to his amazing goal uh, in extra time as well. Young Ghanaian, 19 years old, had a bit of a story. Going around at the AFCON because he didn't want to go with Ghana. He stayed, he wanted to stay with Leicester to like play and because be he likes starts, like, so maybe. much. Maybe, and then he got injured. So in the end, he probably would have more, it would have been better for him to go than not to go to stay anyway. He's very, very talented. He's on, only on loan at Leicester.
0: And Leicester, by the way, I've, I can, I'm, reportedly, they're they're top of the championship. They they're are, of favorite back. league.
1: Yeah, your favorite league. So they will, all right,
0: they have a big chance of coming back up. And Enzo mm. Maresca doing a really good job. So which Italian manager do you think? Pep loves more? Into Maresca or Roberto De Zerbi?
1: Considering he worked with Maresca, Maresca was part of his coaching staff. I know, but. So you would think Maresca, but I know the love for De Zerbi is strong. I know, I know. know. You know, there was a dinner earlier in the season between Pep, Maresca, De Zerbi, and De Rossi, who is very good friend with De Zerbi. That's right. There you go. Mallorca threw to the Copa del Rey final, I think for the first time since 2003 or something crazy like that, after beating Real Sociedad on penalties. Gab, we love La Real, but this season is falling apart for them.
0: Yeah, I find it incredible that you know they're they're close to being out of the Champions League. They may not qualify for the Champions League. Yeah. Like they're seventh now in La Liga. So I thought, hey, this is you can win the Copa del Rey. Nil-nil the first leg. In the return leg, they missed an early penalty, gave up a goal, and then and then it was so it, w- it was so frustrating. But but on penalty kicks at the end. But yeah. well done, Mallorca. Sport in Barcelona report that Jean Laporta will try to convince Xavi to stay. And wow. on our website, we have a news story saying that the new manager search is yet to be done. So, yeah, so is, is this the strategy? Try to this, convince Xavi to change his mind? Is this a bit confusing right now or no?
1: I mean, they won 13 points out of 15 since he announced that he was leaving. So, the the impact that you wanted on the team is clearly there. Right.
0: So, this is all part of like I don't some know. Xavi secret plan. You would think that Xavi is
1: waited the decision long enough and well enough to know that if he decided to go it's because
0: he would not make a U-turn and stay? Because... I, I think Xavi is a serious... First of all, I think Xavi is a serious person who had to work in very... Uh, difficult circumstances with some decidedly unserious people. Yeah, he's not and perfect. That's not going to change either. Once that. you come out and you talk about your family and stuff. Yeah, I I don't see him doing a U-turn. So yeah, and the I, club
1: is not going to improve drastically between now and and July or August. So I can't see how you could convince him to stay. What could be the argument for Laporta? For Ch- to Chavi to stay. We can't afford to go get a new manager. <laughs> yeah, probably that. But hey, we're gonna sell you the best players as well, by the way. No, if you like Frankie, he would be gone. Pedri, he would be gone. He, like, what kind of argument could you he, have? To I gotta it? say, when you
0: when you venture into the Catalan media, it's this weird parallel world. There's there's a there's a story out there too that um Laporta met. Like somebody had video of Rafaela Pimenta who's yeah. Holland's agent as well as the agent to Mizrahi and a ton of other people to all of those people yeah uh, and Maxwell former Barcelona player yeah going to into what looks like the Porter's office and so instantly it's like oh they've got a deal for Holland in place I'm sure it's yeah. Holland yeah <laughs> it's Ibrahimovic part- maybe coming back to the club <laughs> who knows Yeah, Ibrahimovic has yeah. a job yeah, come ah, on yeah. leave him
1: alone Everton leap from 17th place to 15th in the table without kicking a ball, Gabby, as their points penalty is reduced in appeal from 10 to 6, which
0: is great news. But they're not out of the, the woods just yet, are they? Yeah, because, of course, that was the points penalty for the previous three-year cycle. Now yeah. they have this real-time system. As a reminder, Nottingham Forest and Everton are both, um, have both been charged yeah, with for violations of profit and sustainability rules for this season. So they could face a further penalty. Um, personally, I think, given the reaction, given the way they've played, and of course, these extra four points, even if they get docked more points, I mean, I think they get yeah. docked like 20 points or something, I think they're going to be okay. And much as I often don't like the way he plays, and I'm not turned on by his gravelly voice, unlike some. Um, I think we need to give some credit to the s man, Sean Dyche, because he's getting... Yeah. I, those are tough circumstances. I know, but they're
1: still only 15. That'll be fine. I know, I know. They'll be fine. Yeah, they would be fine, but yeah.
0: Brighton are out of the FA Cup, losing 1-0 to Wolves. Jules, some love for Gary O'Neill. His team are in ninth place in the Premier League too. And yet, everybody gets so excited over Roberto De Zerbi. Yeah. Who's not going to be without Mitoma the rest of the year and has a bunch of injuries. Yeah but shouldn't Gary O'Neill get massively, just as much love? Massively. Remember he's got how worse it,
1: players. Yeah, he studied the sheep really well at Bournemouth when he went there. Maybe it was a bit harsh that they let him go. And then I think when a lot of people saw him getting the Wolves job, there was maybe a bit of skepticism, and he, he's just proved everybody wrong. It's not just that he... It's I think tactically, he looks really good. He looks very um, mature in the way he coaches this team. They've got, at times... Different plans. They have the same formation, but different plans in He's it. improving the players individually, collectively, is is sound so, as
0: well. Can I'm you really explain impressed. to me why Bournemouth got rid of him? Because he had done well there in terms of results. Yeah,
1: I, I think they just thought that Iraola was going to be a better fit, and that they just liked Iraola and his philosophy a little bit more. Iraola is very good, but
0: wow. Yeah, yeah, no, no,
1: I know. Well done to Gary O'Neill and to Wolves. That's for sure. This, way, way back, this was way back on Monday night, but Paulo Dybala's. Hat-trick gave Roma a 3-2 win at home against Torino. Gabi looks like Serie A will get five Champions League spots next season. Let's hope for you. And now Roma are just two points away.
0: Yeah, so are a bunch of other clubs, but still. Yeah, the um, race for
1: that. The race for the title is
0: gone, but for top four, I mean, look, fourth, fifth place
1: is great. Saint-Jean
0: Mourinho. Left, They have scored in every single game, yeah. and they've gotten four wins in five Serie A matches. The one game they lost was Inter. against Inter, and they lost 4-2. So yeah. they, they still got on the score sheet there. And, of course, they advanced past Feyenoord, um in the Europa League, albeit on penalties. Now, um, I want to be fair here. I don't know that it's so much a turnaround in results that I think is a credit to De Rossi because other than, again, other than the Inter game, this was an easier sch- uh, schedule. Yeah, I guess I Torino
1: was the first decent team out of the Inter, Inter yeah. yeah.
0: That said, um, it's the f- it's how they've completely changed the way they play. They play such attacking football. He has relaunched Pellegrini as an attacking force. Um, they're just playing the kind of football that we never saw in yeah. Mourinho. And then Mourinho said it was not possible to play with this group of players. So I think that's a real credit to Daniele De Rossi. I think back to what you said earlier. About the um, about the, the lunch, De Rossi, yeah. De Zerbi, Maresca, and Pat. That's a pretty cool lunch. So, okay, let's say it. De Rossi's is far cooler than all of them. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. But it means De Rossi's totally married to this style of play. Yeah. To to that kind of philosophy. Um, Yeah, I learned this week that De Rossi and De De Zerbi were
1: really good friends, to the point that their children, so De Zerbi's daughter and De Rossi's son, who are similar similar age, uh, live in London, study in London together and live in the same place. They're not not in love, they're just friends. But I just find it amazing that the kids of De Zerbi and De Rossi are in London studying, sharing the same flat or house whatever, um, it's, that's amazing man so they face each other in the Europa League of course that Roma-Brighton tie is going to be pretty special
0: yeah uh, really cool. I'm looking forward to that shall we check in on our pal John Texter oh come on seriously all this abuse towards them early in the season Crazy. now Leon are through in the Coupe de France on penalties yeah. prior to that they'd won five in a row yeah it's, it's not just Stonewine. It's not it's just the man Stone who put
1: him there. It's Texter. It's Texter as well. Well done, Johnny. I mean, it was about time that we could congratulate you. <laughs> 11 wins in 13 in all competitions. It's remarkable how much they've... Turn things round. Stonewise has done an incredible job. Luis Enrique
0: needs to look in the rearview mirror, right?
1: Yeah, but there's still a little far, far. far yeah, a intense. It's probably a 40 points uh, swing. Still, <laughs> you never know. I guess you never know. But some of the recruitments is paying off already. Ben Rama scored his first goal at the weekend. For them, okay, the 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 cup game against Strasbourg was nil-nil. It was pretty bad. They won on penalties, but. Perry, the Brazilian goalkeeper that they brought from Botafogo, another club of John Textor, saved the penalty in the shootout. He's doing really well, so well done to them. It's good news. Leaked reports in Germany, Gabi, said that after the news that Thomas Tuchel was going to leave at the end of the season, uh, he and the chief executive of Bayern Munich, Jan Christian Driesen, spoke to the team and to the dressing room
0: and had some
1: pretty big things to say to them
0: yeah this is funny um you know this kind of i
1: hadn't seen that story before you mentioned it
0: so tuchel apparently said everyone can show up for the new coach now and (laughs) drayson said we will now look closely at your work you're all responsible and uh, again i don't know if drayson's role will be diminished when Airbell comes in and obviously is going to be replaced i mean we will now look closely. What, you weren't looking closely at the yeah, players before? before? What um, does I mean? The
1: good, the bad ones are going to be sold and the good ones are going to stay?
0: Yeah, it's a little bit like, you won't have me to kick around anymore. Like, <laughs> Yeah, no, I get what you're saying, Tommy. But like, look, I go back to the same thing. By putting him in this position, they have undermined him further. I don't think this is fair to him. I'm not sure why he accepted yeah. this situation. Uh, I, you should, I, I say, I, If I were Tuchel, I would have said, guys, you don't do this. You either fire me, or we have a conversation in the, the season. Yeah, or, or you know. back me until the end of the season. Or, yeah. or you back me. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this is pretty ridiculous. So look, they're trying something different. Um, I, I genuinely think they're scared of making a decision until Max Abril like fully takes over. Yeah, yeah. Which again, I understand where you're coming from, but probably not the best way to go about things. That's true. Jules, we haven't talked to Mbappe yet. How about reports that if he goes to Real Madrid, he wants to bring little brother Ethan with him?
1: Well, that would make life easier, obviously, for the whole Mbappe family because everybody could then move to Madrid because Ethan and Kylian will be there instead of half of the family in Paris with Ethan, the other half in Madrid with Kylian. Ethan's
0: an adult. Does he need his whole family with him?
1: That's what they do. You know, it's fine. But It's fine. It's absolutely fine. When you have... They a big like kind of private hotel for yourself. It's just easy, also right? aren't
0: his parents split? Yeah, so, like
1: no, but they live nearby. Like they live, you know, they they would
0: still move to Madrid. I would think they move to Madrid. They wouldn't decide like, okay, you go hang out with Killian, mm-hmm. I'll hang out with Ethan. Oh, like... maybe
1: that way, maybe that way. The thing is, Ethan is out of contract in the summer too. Uh, there were times where there were negotiations between PSG and. Uh, Faiza, their mom, for Ethan to extend his contract, which was a bit weird because at, in the same time, Killian was obviously finishing his career with PSG while they were trying to prolong Ethan's one with PSG. And when um, Kylian announced to the dressing room and Luis Enrique that he was leaving, Luis Enrique turned to Ethan and said, what about you? And he said, no, 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 I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Parisian, I'm staying here. So pair things and bread. He's parties born in bread as well of course. So things might change, might not change. Uh the thing is it's, it looks like Luis Enrique likes Ethan and he's giving him a bit of game time and certainly he's, he's a is part now fully part of the first team squad. I'm not sure that would be the same at Real Madrid in terms of um projection in your career if you Ethan Ethan Mbappe right now, I think you have more chances at PSG to make it than at Real Madrid right. surely.
0: Yeah, I have to say, so I was thinking back to the last time there was a story similar to this, and it was when Gigi Donnarumma signed that monster contract at Mila. Yeah, Milan, and back bro, in Yeah, he and he said, it. like, oh, look, let's get my older brother. Let's <laughs> go to keep up, Yeah, keep uh, let's get him a contract for, you know, I think it was like 1.8 million euros a year. Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, it, it's not a good idea. It makes you look like, you know, you're flexing on behalf of, of little bro or big bro yeah. in Donnarumma's case it puts pressure and like big bro you don't deserve to be here i don't think este is the right place when your last name is mbappe unless your first name is killian for you to develop maybe yeah viewed from the outside i think he should stay where he is and grow at i uh, think that's what would happen i think that's
1: what would happen vinicius makes his return to valencia this sunday in the league for the first time gabi since he was racially abused in the stadium and the club as in valencia have denied access to a Brazilian documentary crew uh, who's doing a documentary on Vinicius uh, that's reporting uh, the story. Gab, is this a big deal?
0: So they've denied accreditation, meaning yeah, like you um, get I mean, they're not stopping them from buying a ticket and going in. Although then, you know, I don't think they'd be allowed to film. I think mm-hmm. that there's rules governing this. I don't think this is a big deal. I, I think if I'm Valencia, this is exactly what what I would do because my job is to protect my club from situations and so, I cannot you control s- you
1: scared that if if he's get racially abused again, then that would be in a documentary.
0: Uh, well, it would probably be leaked immediately because there's a bunch of people running around with cameras even more so yeah. than before. You know, I, I think Valencia are in a particular situation. And I think people often don't understand this about clubs, especially Valencia, especially given who still owns uh, Valencia where you have a lot of fans who are angry with the club or yeah, angry yeah. with the owner. Yeah, uh, You cannot control 40,000 people Inside your stadium, right? So putting the Venetias documentary film crew amongst your fans, I think is slightly like waving a red flag to a bull. So they're not, they're, they're not journalists, they're not, you know, journalists cover the game week, in week out. Yeah, yeah. They shouldn't have any special access to it to accreditation any more than any other film crew. I understand this. And I don't, I personally don't have a problem with it. Yeah. It's their stadium. I agree. Bordeaux's Albert uh, is uh, out of his coma, Jules. Um, Albert Ellis, of course. Yeah. Uh, we pray for his recovery.
1: Yeah, it's good news, Gabby, though. We mentioned the story on Monday. The, uh, the whole thing happened on at the weekend, the head of Clash, and then he was in an induced coma because he was not responsive. Now, the doctors are still quite cautious and say, and the family is saying, we need to wait to see how he kind of reacts. And everything, but he's he's woken up, which is very good. And, and let's just hope that everything is fine because that was a very, very scary time for, for him and all the people around him. This was also way back on Monday, Gabi, but Fiorentina beat Lazio 2-1 and it was a pretty incredible game.
0: Pretty incredible in the fact that Fiorentina it was amazing. hit the woodwork four, four times. Four times in the same game. Including a, a, a missed penalty. Uh, Lazio actually took the lead with Luis Alberto. And then, who got the... A, Captain Jack, of Captain course. Jack got them high again. Jack Bonaventura scoring the late, late winner for Fiorentina. I'm happy. I'm happy If Fiorentina play attacking football. They play really attacking football. In fact, sometimes it's feast, sometimes it's famine. Yeah. But they're really, really fun to watch. They have some good players. As for Lazio, I don't know if their minds were on Bayern already. It's, it's a ways away. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that was no, a deserved point for Fiorentina. Definitely. World champion Spain have added the Women's Nations League to their trophy cabinet. Jules, I watched the extended highlights yeah. this looked to me
1: very one-sided. Well, yeah, I watched the whole game, Gabi, and you could have just watched the extended highlights and it would have been the same. It was just... There was no match, really. I don't know if the French were have been nervous because it was their first, fi- their first big final, even if it's the, only the first edition of the Women's Na- Nations League. It was in Sevilla against the world champions, against a team that looked... That is so good and looks so good and maybe the French were just... Yeah, just a little bit too nervous to play their own game, but they was just, they were battered. It's only 2-0 in the end, it could have been way more. The French had zero shot on target, At least, like the it, Spanish it, goalkeeper had nothing to do the whole game. Not even like a beginning it, of, let, let me come out here and dive in for the ball or nothing.
0: Yeah, I, I I saw in the highlights. I saw so sort of getting like frustrated, waving her or yeah. waving her arms. But uh, but yeah, they were thoroughly. Yeah, off. Basha wasn't good. I, Gianni wasn't good.
1: Nobody was good in the French. But it's a good. It's good, I guess. Sorry, just before you go, that this happens now, five months before the Olympics, which is still the the biggest um, challenge in a way and and ambition for them. And see where they are compared to Spain, and 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 pray to avoid Spain until as far as possible in the Olympic tournament. Newcastle owner Amanda Staveley was in court as a Greek shipping tycoon says that he owes he owes her. or no, she, she owes, owes him. him. She sorry, owes him. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, she owes him thirty-seven million pounds. Is this going to be a problem for Newcastle? Thirty-seven million pounds—that's a lot of money.
0: Uh, yeah. So this is obviously a person a guy named Restis who she fell out with. He he says he loaned her the money in two thousand and nine. Right. Um. He actually, he testified on her behalf. I remember she had that big case against Barclays. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think there's questions about Amanda Staveley and how much money she actually has. Yeah. And, you know, people say she's worth more than 100 million. She's worth more than 100 million because she borrows 37 million from this guy, 50 million from that guy. Doesn't <laughs> pay it back. that I could be worth yeah. that much. much. So I, I don't know. Good news, though, is this is a football show. Newcastle, this doesn't really affect no. anything at all because no, she owns a small slice of the club. And lucky for you, the other owners, the Rubin brothers and um, the Public Investing Fund of Saudi Arabia, Yeah, I think they have money. a little bit of money. Yeah, they do. Mundo Deportivo reports that Barcelona are considering signing David de Gea as a backup to Marc Andre Ter Stegen. Does this make sense to you?
1: What's wrong with Inaki Pena?
0: Or is contract is contractual issues?
1: Okay, so let's see what happens with Pena. If if you can resolve those issues or not, if you if you happen to be without any yeah. other goalkeeper than Ter Stegen, that is just nobody else that you can promote from La Masia, or, then. Maybe you look at De Gea, but somebody who wouldn't have had a club in a whole, well, I would suspect, a whole right. season. And who would
0: still want a lot of money. You're yeah. not going to waste that on a backup exactly. goalkeeper. Exactly. You have zero money but already, a, man. What's the point? I, I think this is a story of De Gea being, you know, he's pitched himself to every football club in the world. He's tried hard this season. I can't imagine you'd want to come back into football to be a backup. I I would hate to think, I would hate to think that they sign him as a free agent. Surely With not. a view. No, no with a view towards selling Ter Stegen because Ter Stegen is oh. really important. Also, I see what the you other mean. thing about the way Barcelona play, having a goalkeeper who's good with his feet is really important. David De Gea has a lot of strengths playing with his feet. Not one of them. Definitely not one of them. Gab, I know you love your
1: predictions. So what about the draw for the quarterfinal of the FA Cup? Manchester City against Newcastle, Chelsea, Leicester, Wolves, let's Copenhagen. do this together,
0: Jules. Come okay. On, come on. All right. City, Newcastle. Who you got? City. City, Every. yes. It's going to be all chalk. Chelsea, Leicester. I mean, uh, really go at the ends of tip. I like, I
1: like Leicester, I like Maresca a lot this season. But you're right; I think the priority a, for them will be the league and not the cup.
0: And the priority for Chelsea will be the be cup told. and not the league. And so it's a Chelsea set for bridge. Will call
1: just yeah. about, no, no, you know, just about they go through.
0: Wolves, Coventry City, Team uh, Gary O'Neill. Let's go. Let's Gary do this. Let's go, Gary. Course.
1: Gary, because that's the right. priority as well, the FA Cup, because they will finish 9th, right, right. 10, 11th in the league. It doesn't matter so much.
0: Manchester United and Ooh. Liverpool.
1: What kind of Liverpool team? The, the under-21s team or the first team?
0: Look, I think they play these games in a couple of weeks in March. Sometimes uh, I in don't March, think yeah. the injured guys are going to be back. I wouldn't blame Klopp if he plays a mixture of kids. and He's got to win the league. It's more important to him. I know, so, but he wants to win everything No, for the last season. I presume he wants to win everything every season but he's also a realistic man who's got a who would rather win no, a title so I'm going to say this is the most likely upset is United and would Ooh. be an and it's at an Old Trafford no, go I'm going to go United I'll go Liverpool on penalties French President Emmanuel Macron met with the Emir of Qatar so it was entirely normal that Kylian Mbappe no. would be invited
1: along too right Jules? and Nasser Al-Khalafi and a few people from the club no, not just Kylian and the Emir although they, they shook hands they had a little uh, discussion, apparently the Emir wished him good luck um, I, for for his new adventures, new ventures, whatever you say. But yeah, it was, it was still funny. You could see where they were sat, where Nasser was sat, the Emir was on the main stage with Macron, Kylian was on this side. Um, yeah, it's cool to go to L'Elysée. Have you been to the L'Elysée Palace? Uh,
0: yes, I used to. Uh, I used to go there. Um, Every Sunday for roast? What? <laughs> Every Sunday for roast? No, no, I, no. I, used to, I used to go there to visit Sarkozy when he was yeah, of course. When he was in yeah, charge. I've he had us over done. several times. Yeah, 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 that's cool.
1: Cristiano Ronaldo was handed a one again ban. By the way, just on Kylian Mbappé, all the memes on social media were just amazing. People are saying, yeah, they're going to give him Guadeloupe and Martinique to make him stay at PSG. He's going to become a, a, some sort of minister. It was, it was brilliant. Go and read them out.
0: Cristiano Ronaldo was handed... Why don't they band. give him Lucille? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what should... would you rather have? Guadeloupe or Lucille?
1: The city no, of the future. And the copies c- there. Amaral, yeah, Cristiano exactly. right. Ronaldo was handed a one-game ban for his obscene gesture at the weekend against Al-Shabaab fans who serenaded him with Messi chants. Messi, Me- Gab, Messi. Uh, do you buy his explanation? Okay,
0: his explanation was, I respect all clubs, and the joy after the game expresses strength and victory, and it is not shameful. We are used to it in Europe. I, I don't know if he did that in Europe he would have been banned too if he's referring to that vaguely onanistic gesture that he of self-love that he appeared to or maybe mean something else I don't know I don't
1: know it either. doesn't
0: express <laughs> by the way when you do that when you think what that gesture means it's kind of a stretch to say expresses strength and victory when you're generally <laughs> by yourself right I mean, it's still sex with someone you love, but still. Oh, my God, All right. please. Anyway, on that note, Jules, uh we got to come back. Uh, we're done. We're going oh. to come back on Monday. So the Manchester Grey Derby guests, this of weekend. Of course. How Amazing. massive is that? Amazing. Until then, love the game. Love your neighbor. Love yourself, but not in a Cristiano Ronaldo way.